This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, naturopath and nutritionist, yoga and meditation instructor. Welcome to the Wellness Glow podcast for women who want inspiring and practical solutions to feel abundant energy and vitality on the inside and look radiantly healthy on the outside. Each week, I talk all things gut health and mind-body connection. If you want to find out more about me, check me out at susiegarden.com. Welcome to the show. This week, I'm starting a very special series. Well, I think it's a bit special on hormone balancing and weight control. Now, I haven't in the past really focused that much on weight management or should I say weight loss with my clients. And that's been probably a little bit of a block, I guess, on my part, because I don't like attaching weight with someone's value, I guess. And so I am very conscious of this when I am working with people. However, the more I work with people, the more I realize that chronic illness is abundant in our society because of the overweight and obesity problem in our society. And so that's something I really want to start addressing more on the podcast and also in my clinic. And really some of this is because there are some really concerning statistics around about our Australian society, and I suspect this is the same in many Western countries. It does seem to be a Western country problem. And then as companies are developing and becoming more Western in their lifestyles, we're seeing this uh, same kind of statistic going on. So I just wanted to draw your attention to this to start with. So seven out of 10 Australian men are overweight or obese, seven out of 10, but one in two women are overweight or obese. So 50% of women, 70% of men, and one in four kids are overweight or obese. So this is something that's really quite a big 
problem. And one of the things that I think is related to this, more statistics, only one in 20 Australians eats enough fruit and vegetables on a daily basis. One in 20. That's crazy to me. We have such an incredible access to fruits and veggies and they're so beautifully prized. I just don't understand why that's happening. One in three Australians gets enough exercise. I'm actually surprised that it's not a worse statistic than that, because I know even myself, I've recently been wearing um, a smartwatch and it's telling me when I'm exercising and it's reminding me to stand and doing all of these things. And it's shocking me how little I move on a daily basis. And it's really been quite helpful in motivating me to move more. And I do exercise pretty much every day. So that surprised me. Uh, The other thing that is concerning is one in 20 Australians has diabetes. So that's quite a a lot. And we obviously there's a a, um, connection between weight and being overweight or obese and diabetes and other chronic diseases. So I guess to start off the conversation about this, I wanted to talk about how and why the body makes fat. Like, what is that all about anyway? If it makes us sick, then why are we making this fat? The thing is, we take it back to when we were in our caveman days. When we were in our cave, or cave person, I should say, when we were in our cave person days, we uh, had survival as our number one priority because we didn't have access to the supermarket and the green grocer, and we weren't able to just get fresh fruit and veggies and food whenever we wanted. So storing energy for our future survival is something that our bodies have become really, really good at. And any extra glucose, so whether that comes from carbohydrates, whether it comes from proteins, or whether it comes from fat, it is stored away in fat cells. So we get this food into our body, regardless of its source. Eventually, if we if we run out of room in our glucose stores, it will go into our fat stores. Now, this was a really awesome setup when we had to spend the day hunting and finding food, when we had long journeys in search of food. This kept us alive. But the trouble is these days, that's not what we are doing on a daily basis. We're sitting at desks, we are watching TV, we are on our screens, and we are not necessarily using all of the energy that we have in our food. So once the glucose stores are full, as I mentioned, and they don't actually take that much, to be honest. So our our glucose is stored in our muscles, and also in our liver. And then once we have stored enough, we start storing this energy, this excess energy as fat, because fat is actually just stored energy. So that any of that energy that's not needed is stored as glycogen. That's the stored glucose. And then it becomes, once those tanks are full, we store the rest as fat. And the thing is, we have an unlimited capacity to store fat, unlimited. And this is why we are having a problem. We have limited storage for our glucose as glycogen. We have unlimited storage as fat. And that kind of blows my mind a little bit. And that's why if there's constant 
leftover energy at the end of every meal of every day, we will be storing fat and we will continue to store. There is actually no mechanism in the body that switches off that storage that allows that fat just to be eliminated from the body. There is no mechanism. So that's really, I guess, the crux of why we have a problem is because we have this situation this unlimited storage, which was great when we were cave people, not so much now that we are not. So I wanted to talk a little bit now about the hormones that are involved with this. So insulin is one of the biggest ones, and many of you will have heard of insulin, particularly in the context of diabetes, because when people have diabetes, they have either type 1 which is the one that the kids tend to have and young people tend to have, and that's when their pancreas is just not uh, producing enough insulin or any insulin. And so they require insulin injections to be able to get the glucose into their cells. Otherwise, the body has no energy. And type 2 diabetes sometimes is treated with insulin, sometimes not. With type 2 diabetes, it tends to be, well, rather, it is a disease of insulin resistance. So the cells aren't actually going to be able to utilize the insulin that is being produced. And next episode, I'm going to talk a lot about insulin resistance. Today, I'm just talking about basics. So insulin allows your cells to take in uh, sugar that's in the blood or glucose that's in the blood for energy or for storage, depending on what you need at the time. So you eat some food, your blood glucose levels go up because the food gets absorbed into the bloodstream. That's a trigger then for insulin to be released by the pancreas to get that uh, glucose out of the blood where it's not going to be used into the cells. And so insulin is critical for us to be able to utilize that glucose in the blood. Insulin also is the main fat storage hormone in the body. It tells the fat cells to store fat and also prevents stored fat from being broken down. So insulin is our number one hormone when it comes to um, storing fat. Then we have another hormone called ghrelin. It's spelled G-H-R-E-L-I-N. And ghrelin is our hunger hormone. Ghrelin stimulates our appetite. And that's really important because we need to be able to eat to meet our energy needs. In someone who is a healthy weight, ghrelin increases before a meal, so you feel hungry, and it decreases about up to about half an hour after you've eaten. And then we have a th- third really key hormone, which is leptin. Leptin is the satiety hormone, so it tells your brain that you are full. So that's another really important um, hormone when it comes to weight management. But the thing is, if you are overweight or obese, probably more so in the obese category, you can get elevated insulin. And this is most commonly from eating too many sugary carbohydrates. And this promotes fat storage, obviously, because the more insulin you have in the blood, the more we're trying to get that glucose out into the cells. The um, fat is triggered to be stored and fat loss is impaired because insulin saying, don't break the fat down, we need to be storing. If you are overweight, you are very likely to be insulin resistant. And when you have this insulin resistance, it causes other hormones 
to go off the rails because it's all interconnected. The whole body, it's a holistic machine and everything is connected. So how does this translate into these other hormones? Well, you get increased ghrelin. So in someone who's a healthy weight, our appetite, appetite hormone, ghrelin, so it tells us we're hungry, increases before a meal, right? And decreases up to 30 minutes after you've eaten. That's in a healthy weight person. The trouble is if you're overweight, it messes up the signaling and actually makes you hungrier. So you've got this working against you. And then there's also leptin resistance. So leptin was that third hormone I mentioned before. So when you have excess fat tissue, it causes leptin resistance. So there is no signal telling you to stop eating. Your brain thinks you are starving all the time. And this is where people get into this terrible situation where they're putting on weight. They have this elevated insulin, which is telling them to store fat. So they're storing fat and they're not breaking down their stored fat because insulin is saying, no, no, we need to store the fat. We also have increased ghrelin. So people who are overweight or obese are hungry all the time and there's leptin resistance. So this excess fat tissue is actually impairing the signal telling you to stop eating. So your brain thinks you're starving all of the time as well. So you've got this complete dysregulation of the hormones involved in our glucose regulation and our fat storage. And this is how people can get themselves in a really vicious cycle where it then becomes incredibly difficult to lose weight. And I am going to talk a lot more in next week's episode about insulin resistance and really get into the nitty gritty of that. But this week, I just wanted to get into some basics so that when I start talking about hormone balancing, you're understanding that I'm not just talking about female reproductive hormones, which is usually when you hear the term hormone balancing, you're thinking estrogen, you're thinking progesterone. But in the context of weight management, we're talking about insulin, we're talking about ghrelin, we're talking about leptin. And I'm also going to get onto some other hormones in the coming weeks. I'm going to do a four-week series on healthy weight management. So giving you some basics today, I'm hoping this starts to help you understand, particularly if you are struggling with a weight management issue, that there are things that can be done to help you because we understand why this is happening. And if you understand why this is happening and you understand why are you hungry all the time? Why isn't your brain telling you to stop eating? And why am I storing all this fat? Why is it so hard for me to lose weight? These are some of the biochemical reasons behind that. And if you want more information from me about that now, and you're actually wanting to get something done about that, please Go to my website, susiegarden.com, and you'll see a tab for hormone balancing and weight loss. And immediately we can just have a conversation about what help I might be able to bring to you. Otherwise, I will be following up with part two next week on the podcast. So I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please give me a rating. I would love to get some feedback from you. And it also helps people to find this podcast. Thanks so much for joining me on The Wellness Glow. I loved having you here. See you again next week. Until then, take care and be well.